Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Snowing outside. It is snowing. Should we kick you, in Operation you, you Snowflake? <laughs> did we used to call it that? Operation Snowflake. I think we did. Did yeah. we used to call that? Where like we then we would say what schools are any schools oh, closed yeah. yet? <laughs> Haven't seen that. Well, given the fact well, that it's the we're holiday still, anyway. we're right. We're not through New Year. Are any schools yet. open? <laughs> They're opening because it's snowing outside. Yeah, announce school openings. <laughs> Elton Jim is here with us today. It's a family gathering here on the. It's your Sunday, a Sunday morning family gathering here here today. Ho ho, Dina Reno. So uh, Elton Jim is here, and Andy's here. I'm here. Schwanny's here. We missed Andy at the tree time thing this year. Yeah, I had uh, I had large bears. I had to tame. Yeah. <laughs> Some jobs are never done. Andy's busy with Hamp and Ob this time of year. Right. Um. You know what I think today is the anniversary of that day, I don't know what year it was, we had a blizzard on New Year's Eve, and I believe, oh, if yes. I'm remembering correctly, 98, 98 or yeah. 99, yeah. I was on the air for 13 hours straight. Oh, wow. here? Yeah. Oh, you, you mentioned that. Why? Yeah. You couldn't get, get, oh, one could get in. Oh, no Nobody one could, get, could in? get in. And you were here in the morning? Uh, I guess. And then you stayed throughout? I stayed uh, for the rest of the day. Wow. Yeah, that was around 98 or 99. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think What'd you happened. do at hour 10? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was fascinating. Whatever it was, I'm sure it was great. Schwanny, we made it through another year. Congratulations. Who does this version of Old Lang Syne, by the way? It would be pentatonic. Is that the pentatonic thing? That's the nice. Acapella. That is nice. Right? Listen. We'll take a cup of kindness yet Very nice. for all anxiety. I want us to start practicing for next year's tree time uh, process. <laughs> oh, that would be a nice maybe little by, harmony. Maybe by next November we'll have it down. Yeah, huh? we can have. I want to have a Sunday morning a cappella group. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pitch pipe if you need one. That's one of my resolutions. <laughs> well, they for. can be the choir for the wedding ceremony that we'll have. You well, know, when we when you marry married. off a new, when we marry you know new couples like you did. Uh, yeah, last now time. it's going to be a tradition. Is that going to be a tradition? Yeah, I, it should be. I thought that added an interesting element to little, the show. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun. It gave it a little, a little solemnity. Yeah, it's nice. I enjoyed walking down the aisle. Well, <laughs> any chance to be a flower girl? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> My train was a little long, but you know, he had the robe and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knew? Who knew he could fit into a quinceañera dress <laughs> with the lights on? <laughs> uh, well, that was you know that was sort of a, a thing for 2023 for me. Right. Uh, I became ordained. Oh, just on, this year? Online ordained. Yeah. Oh, so you did it just for that? I you weren't it. already. De- ordained? I did it just for former producer Ryan. Oh, right. That was the f- the first one. So Ryan asked me if I would marry them, would I get ordained and marry them. Uh, so I did. And then I did another wedding, the grandson of Bob Bell, who, you know, of course, was Bozo in Chicago. I've gotten to know the Bell family through the years. you got a nice little side hustle here. I do. <laughs> well, I do. I do. 
Uh, and that's why I said we should do one on the Tree Time show. I didn't know it was going to become a tradition. I think it should. Yeah. You got what? That was kind of a last minute. Like, didn't you get that that couple like right at the last? We did we re- weren't really having any takers on? No. <laughs> but now Somehow, that it's been, no, nobody wanted to get married at a Christmas tree store. Can't imagine <laughs> why. Huh? They, they wrote in <laughs> at the last minute. I think they were um, looking for a free tree, which they didn't get either. In Lake Barrington. Oh, they did get. The Tree Time did give them uh, some very nice. Oh, did they? I don't know exactly what, but Tree oh, Time nice. did give them some nice Oh, well, that's cool for their home. Uh, yeah, but so that was, it was the year of the, the Dean wedding. Oh. I've done a couple of those. Okay. I've had one divorce and one still going, so mine I'm one of for all, two. Mine have all taken. <laughs> mine have all stuck. Everybody have a nice holiday. We were off last week. Yeah. Yes. We sure did. Weird. So uh, not not being here on Christmas Eve because I like to have a like a little. We've done nice Christmas Eve shows. We in have. The past yeah. Years. We have. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Shwani, you had a nice uh, Christmas. Shwani uh, displaying a lovely Christmas gift that he Courtesy received today. I'm in they, full uniform. They this had morning. Uh, they had a little Secret Santa thing in the newsroom. Yep. And, and I Andy, drew Shwani's name. Andy got Shwani's name. And Andy, what did you, what did you give, give give him? Well, I looked at uh, I was looking at for a, a great gift, and I'm thinking to myself, what could I get the guy that has everything? Um, <laughs> and then I thought, okay, it's Shwani. Uh I got him a, a nice long sleeve T shirt that says Mayberry Police Department. Perfect. You know, I am in uniform. Today. Perfect. I've been deputized. Perfect. And, and I even Aunt Dean, you marry people. I've been deputized. You've been deputized. Yes. So you could do a citizen's arrest. I could do a citizen's <laughs> arrest. Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. Uh-huh. Shazam! <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, wait, this this needs to be Schwanny's. That had Schwanny. Andy told me about it before Christmas. <laughs> I give you a preview. Oh, oh you and, did. And, okay. And uh, it was like. <laughs> that there is no more a perfect <laughs> gift for anybody no kidding. than Shawnee getting uh-huh. anything Mayberry. Oh yeah. And I even call Andy Ange. Exactly. I know and I knew that where that was from too. And 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 Barney used to always say, Hey Ange. Yeah. So <laughs> Exactly. We should get some sort of royalty for keeping that whole thing. <laughs> Don't worry. He's doing all right. Andy owned that show. We are single-handedly keeping that <laughs> franchise alive here on the show. And uh, Andy, uh, of course, has had a lovely holiday working 20 hours a day, every day. <laughs> well, you know, you said, On TV and yeah, radio. Yeah, I'm kidding. He's you set the example, radio. Dean. I wanted to work as hard as you. And, uh, you know, I, I I'm still working at it, but. It's been uh, it's been interesting, but fun. Yeah, every time you turn on your channel nine, Andy, yeah. Andy's yeah. there with the I've been there. Yeah, I want to mention too uh, that we uh, JP had... better watch out. I think Andy's looking over his shoulder. Oh no, <laughs> for AM. Ooh, you know if you do sports there, you have to go by your initials. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> it's a, it's in the sports handbook. All AM right. and the AM. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He is the happiest man. I would, too, I guess. What, I was what were you going to say, Sean? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Gilda has been here all weekend. We've had a wonderful Christmas uh, celebration and a week. We saw two great shows. Wow. We saw... Gilda, by the way, is Shawnee's uh, girlfriend. That's right. And um, We all know that We now. saw... Wow. Uh, the Carol King show, beautiful. You went all the way out went to up the Marriott Lincoln Lincolnshire. Lincoln Lincoln wow. It was great. And then the following day, we saw the movie out, uh, the musical version of The Color Purple. Spectacular, oh, right? You you better be ready for that. Yeah, it's spectacular. You better be ready for that. Color Purple movie. Oh, my gosh. Spectacular. Wow. Yeah. Was Fantasia really that good? She is really that good. Isn't she that really wild is. Wild yes. that she was from American Idol. I mean, if not for American yeah. Idol. Oh, she did, she did the role of Seeley. 
on Broadway. Right. So the, she certainly was very, very familiar with, with this role, as was uh, Danielle Spencer Schwani, the one who played Sophia, the mm-hmm. Oprah role. Mm-hmm. She also did that role on Broadway mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And Taraji P. Henson, I didn't know she could sing and dance because uh, I only know her from dramatic roles. Right. And uh, she killed it in, in that movie also. But it's beautiful, right? Oh. It's, uh, it's what a moving. story. They dig into the what a story. They dig into the story a little bit more. It's it's a little more like the Alice Walker novel, the Pulitzer Prize, even more than the original the, film. Yeah, I think so. Yes, the Spielberg. One? Yep. Yep. Well, oh wow. Yep. Great music. When do the Oscar nominations come out? I'm not sure. It's usually around January, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mid January. I think so. I don't remember. I probably Why should you know? Why should you know? This is probably something I should know. <laughs> I'm on holiday mode right now. You are the most uninterested guy in entertainment who covers entertainment I've ever seen. Well, uh, what's the, why do I need to know that now? There's, the Golden Globes are next. The Grammys. I'm, I take them one day at a time. I have learned over the years. I've, I, I have taken the Roy Leonard path on this. Uh, the, let's not get too far ahead of our skis on this stuff. Look at this snow. We'll just are take they, it one day at, at a time. Yeah, it's snowing outside. This is major. It's winter. Yeah, I know, but my gosh. Winter, Jim. Did they, Relax. Did they, uh, did they predict this? Operation, I believe, Shawnee, you have had that in every single one of your news. We, might, we, we might be here for 13 hours, Dean. Yeah, I'm, well, good luck. <laughs> that was we should do one. the show from an overpass, right? <laughs> that, that, that's or from right. a salt pile. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till Anita Padilla gets uh, out on an expressway overpass. That's my favorite thing when it snows, to see reporters standing on expressway overpasses for no particular reason. <laughs> or like he said, by the big, big salt pile. The big salt pile. The big salt pile. Yeah. <laughs> This is now 16 feet. It'll be 10 feet later today. Yeah. Well, we're at this uh, uh, today's show is like just going to be like a little family gathering. That's why we asked. How is it any different? We asked Jim to come in because <laughs> he's part of the Sunday morning family. And well, that's nice. uh, also, uh, Sam Panianovich is going to stop by. Really? Our uh, former, B- who did sports, sports with us right. before, before Andy. Yeah. And, was uh, heard all over WGN yeah. uh, doing sports. He's in town visiting his family. Oh. He, he uh, is always nice enough to say hello when he's in town. I said, stop by if you want to. Well, that's cool. So he's going to stop by, and uh, we're just going to have some fun today. Listen anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we have no A-list stars. No? No A-list? No theater? Am, no? am I the only regular host who is actually doing his show this week? Oh, is that true? I think you might be. I think so. I think every other mope on the station has taken vacation. Well, I'm doing some... God bless all the fill-ins uh, who have been doing fantastic <laughs> jobs. But uh, I, I'm proud to say I am the only regular host actually doing his show this week. Now, you didn't, though. Um, last year on New Year's Day, which just fell on a Sunday, because yeah. this is, for me, this is 2023 symmetry. Mm-hmm. I filled in for you um, on January 1st, 2023, yeah. and now here I am. Wrapping it up. On December 31st, 2023. Book ending, book ending it all yeah, up. so that's kind of neat. But you did not work last year on New Year's Day. So you're taking a bow today, but you didn't take a bow last year. I was year. probably very busy last year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was. Too much nog. The final far-flung forecast of 2023 is coming up next. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, it is time once again, and for the final time of 2023, the award-winning 
far-flung forecast. With his Mayberry t-shirt. With Dave Schwan <laughs> presenting it to us. The only person actually wearing apparel matching the <laughs> right. theme song of the segment today. I, You know what? I think now this is going to be my Sunday attire. Yeah. So every Sunday. Is this going to replace your jacket with the I Voted, I voted sticker on Well, it? I can wear that too. Yeah. Okay. You know, it does get a little cool. It's actually melded into the fabric of the coat. <laughs> As Andy said like earlier this morning, yeah, the, the, the coat the, will shred yeah. before the button does. Yeah, yeah. that button's strong. <laughs> We're going to use it again in November, my friend. Oh, yeah. By the way, Shwani, I wanted to mention I got as a Christmas present uh, a protractor. And, and a, a compass, compass, did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, put it so to good So I can use. follow along. Now I, Now this feature will make sense to me. You can, be a, you can now be an official cartographer. Yeah. This is like a secret decoder ring for, uh, like... Uh, Drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine for Annie Oakley or whatever. Not Annie Oakley. Little orphan Annie. Yeah. Annie Oakley. Annie Oakley. again. There's no business All right. like show. What do you got, Shawnee? Well, get out your compasses and protractors and newfangled GPS devices because we're heading way out west today. All the way out to the beach, Redondo Beach, California. You surfer boy. Redondo Beach, California in uh, Los Angeles County. It's on the beach. I imagine that's why they so, call it Redondo, Redondo Beach. Redondo Beach. It is also uh, it also goes along my favorite road in the United States, Pacific Coast uh, Highway. Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. Yes, I love that road, and a very popular tourist attraction, as you might add. Uh, their high school is called um, the uh, Redondo Union High School, and there have been a number of famous people that have graduated or attended this. Among them, Charles Lindbergh. Actress Demi Moore, Andy, you'll be interested in this. Okay. Eli Morgan, a pitcher for the Cleveland Guardians, okay. went to school there. And also, the Smothers Brothers. Oh. The Smothers Brothers oh. went to Redondo Union, and we lost Tom Smothers on uh, Tuesday, December 26th, uh, at the age of, what, 86? 86, yeah. yeah. But the Smothers Brothers uh, moved there when they were boys and uh, went to uh, went to high school there. God, I, love, I loved the Smothers ba, Brothers. Ba, da, da, da. I loved their I loved their comedy before they got their own variety show. Weren't they on Ed Sullivan? And then they were on to all, all the variety yeah. shows. They yeah. would come out with their beautiful folk songs. They mm-hmm. were they were, very, they were folk singers. Very yeah. very talented, beautiful singers of folk songs. And, and what made it so funny was that Tommy would interrupt the songs. Right. You know, with something, and you know, it was like the perfect back and forth uh, between these two brothers. They were hilarious. Uh, that almost always was punctuated with "Mom, Mom always liked, liked you, you best. best," right? Yeah, yeah. And then they got their groundbreaking variety show uh, in the late '60s that uh, you know uh, talked to a younger generation and brought musical guests on like Jefferson Airplane the who and the who <laughs> and you know the, the like rock and rollers that were never on variety shows that early in the game but they were also doing a brand of political satire way before Saturday night live way before uh, late night shows were doing them in their monologues the smothers brothers and their writers, like Steve Martin, like Rob Reiner, like Mason Williams, mm-hmm. uh, they pr- provided a brand of political satire 
that was critical of LBJ. That was critical Vietnam. of the war in Vietnam. Yeah. That's why they got kicked off. That's yeah. why they got. That's why they got canceled. They were fired. They were. They were just downright fired. Yeah. Uh, as a result of that, so uh, groundbreaking, and I couldn't have been sadder. To hear about the death of uh, Tommy Smothers. Smothers, yeah, but uh, high school graduates of Redondo Beach Union High School. Redondo Beach, by the way, is under this coastal flood alert uh, mm. because they've had that those huge waves that have been pounding oh my that gosh. coast. Have you seen some well, of the video? It was unbelievable. That's Crazy. scary. Oh, a video of like people walking on you know on what would be like a boardwalk, and suddenly these giant waves come in. Yeah, a car move. And car they see go a car running. move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, mostly cloudy there. Fifty four and. We had word that that flood alert will continue today because those waves aren't letting up just yet. I like the names of uh, cities in California. I do, too. Redondo Beach. Redondo Beach. Pismo Beach. I like... uh, (laughs) Marina Del Rey. Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Laguna Beach. The Slauson Cutoff. And every time time I'm in California and I'm on the freeway there... And I see the sign that says Slauson, right. the, the exit, the exit off the because it's, it's legit Slauson, because it's real. Yeah. you think of Johnny Carson going mm, go to the Slauson cut off and get your don't get your Slauson cut off cut, cut off your Slauson. <laughs> <laughs> Go to this lesson. Cut off. Cut off your slots. You know, you talk about Tommy Smothers. Did you notice? As he got older, he looked just like Johnny Carson. In fact, I saw something on YouTube. One day they they were on toward Johnny's last week, and when he before he quit in ninety was it ninety three, and Tommy Smothers came out as Johnny. He so, did a dead on Carson. Yeah, so so Ed announced him, and he oh, came out, funny. and he did the looks, and he wore the same outfit. Yeah, it was, and Johnny was was on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Uh, an outstanding far flung forecast for today, Shawnee. Thank you nice. very much, and a happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Mom, Mom always liked Dean better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, what's, as, as I would always respond to that, uh, what's not to love? <laughs> I feel like Bing Crosby. Is that Harry Connick? It is. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Bing Crosby of my, uh, my holiday special. Yeah, with, 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 the, the with David Bowie coming over. The Sunday morning. <laughs> He's, he's like the relative that you're never really sure what they're going to do when they show up. Uh, Did you have this bag of oranges that you hit p- your kids with? <laughs> now, now, don't spoil my holiday fun. This is a family gathering here oh, this morning. Bring a little eggnog. That's the only reason you're here, pal. I got news for you. Uh, and what a nice uh, visit from... Uh, our former sportscaster here on uh, Sunday morning, and uh, you know one of Chicago's very own, now living in Boston, Sam Panianovich uh, is stopping by for an Uncle Dean visit. Good morning, hey buddy! Happy holidays to you. I'm feeling just peachy after eight days of boozing in Chicago. I oh, feel great. see, there's nothing more holiday filled than getting <laughs> boozed up in Chicago for the holidays. I'm like a floozy for the last week. It's been something. How- <laughs> wow. This just gets more and more Norman Rockwell, doesn't it? Well, this is what Elton Jim Here. does. He just brings it out. Brings out the, yeah. I didn't even say anything. Yeah. You just brought a bag of oranges. I mean, you did do right. something. I'm impressed, Dean, that after, what, at least four or five years has it been? That you've been gone? That I 2018, even, yeah. That I even remember who he is? No, that you could say his name without even, like, hesitating. Because it's not the easiest. Not well, it's not the easiest name to say. But you, boom, you're he's, a pro. He's from my neighborhood. It's been five years, huh? He's from my neighborhood. Almost six now. Wow. 
Uh, you're back you're visiting the family for the holidays? Yeah, 23rd. So, so uh, is the old Pantyanovich family? Oh, they're great. They're in uh, Naples, Florida. Oh. But they came up for like the 22nd to nice. the 26th, and then they go back to the... Got back to the hot weather. Land of the snowbirds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's nice. So what's going on with you, man? Oh, geez. Where do I start? You're in Boston. You're yeah. Wi- he's in Wicked Boston. <laughs> don't have an accent yet. I don't know. I can't even do that accent. Can you do that, actually? Park your car. Yeah, there you go. There yeah, you go. There you it's go. very Goodwill Hunting of you. Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't have it, but the ones that do have it are thick, oh, overblown, it's, it's and thick. it's real though. It is. Those guys that have it have it. Yeah, nothing like sitting in a, a diner or something at seven in the morning, and you got two guys arguing about the Red Sox. The socks, socks. <laughs> Just shut up, please. You know, one of my favorite things, uh, Larry Potash from the TV Morning Show, is from Lynn, Massachusetts. Okay. And uh, you get a couple of drinks and Larry at a holiday party, and he goes right Does back. Does it come out? It, right back to his Boston accent. Yeah, I had friends that were from Maine, and, and I, I never. she spoke perfect English. Her mother came in. In two seconds, boom, she was yeah. talking with the accent yeah, immediately. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I don't think we have accents. But, but if you hear people you, say we do. When you go someplace, people go, oh, you have such a Chicago accent. It's like, what are you talking about? It's a fun city, though, isn't it, Boston? Oh, it's great. Do you actually live You don't live in Boston proper? Two years or? in Boston proper and yeah. now 10 minutes north. It's a cool city. I'm not going to give you my address, Elton. No. Time. But it's, an, it's a, it, what we'll, I like we'll about Boston. We'll give it out. After you leave, we'll yeah. give it out. It's and, a, and his home phone number <laughs> yes. also. And my social security and, number. Right. <laughs> Are you allergic to anything? <laughs> you mother, mother, we've got his mother's maiden name coming up. We've got the whole thing for you. Coming. First street you lived on. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, now, explain what you're doing uh, in Boston. So I do a television show Monday to Friday. Um, basically, it's like a like a stockbroker show for sports betting, mm. and we tell people who to gamble on. And when I win, people don't say anything, and when I lose, they you're they the hate worst me. guy in the yeah, world. Yeah. No. I so dealt with it last night. I had a, I had the Cowboys last night, and they did not cover the spread. <laughs> and it's been a great December. And it's a nice pick, jerk. You know, those are the DMs. You win nine in a row in the tenth Thank one. God for social media. Yeah, right? the pitchforks are coming at you after one loss, but it is what it is. Well, it's great point. that you can make a career out of being a degenerate gambler. So I think that's fantastic. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> it's actually funny. They did. A, they wrote about it in the Sun Times last Christmas, and I think the quote I said was, "You went from a degenerate to an expert overnight." Uh. You know, oh, I could. I remember Todd Manley one time. I don't. I, I might have told you this last year. Todd was our former uh, general manager, hey, uh, man, program director. Look, look Real, man. very chill dude. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we should be doing the spreads, man. <laughs> I just. He's like Todd. It's sort of a. It's a whole thing. industry. Well, this is right before it went right. legal. It was yeah. like a year before, and, and you saw it coming. Yeah, because right. It was eventually exactly. going to happen. Everybody was doing it. You know, man. I just. <laughs> That is so tough. I love what you're doing, but I just. <laughs> and who do you have in the uh, the Falcons Packers game? <laughs> I, all I said was like the Bears are playing the Raiders. Kyle Long is right. questionable. Jay Cutler's a jerk, and the Bears are a three point favorite. I don't know about the, the favorite man. Brent Musburger was doing that with Jimmy Jimmy the Greek in his seventies. Yeah. I mean, who were they talking to when they were do that? You know, they'd have Jimmy the Greek. He was the odds maker. Dean and I have some cousins that that did some of that too. I'm sure yeah. back yeah. in the day. Oh, I'm pretty sure that most of my cousins are still doing it. Oh, actually, I don't know. <laughs> um, do you like doing that more than the the daily sports casting like you used to here? It's a good question. I don't want to do it forever. That's for sure. Um, doing this for ten more years it would take. 10 more years off my life, I think. But 
It why is, is fun. That? Why is that? Why do you say that? Just the stress of it. Oh, really? And it never sleeps. Like if you're doing stocks, you know, the stock market opens right. at a time and then closes at a time every every day. Same thing. This never sleeps. You know, quarterback news comes out at 5 in the morning <laughs> or 7 at night and lines are always moving. It's literally 24-7, 365, and there's always a game. So... It's fun, though. It's definitely a thrill. So how do you make your choices, though? Oh. I mean, is it a personal opinion? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Is that? Yeah. Well, no. I, I wondered. No. Or, I mean, is there something more you know, something more statistical on which you make your decision? It's more mathematical than anything. I've got – I make numbers on teams and everything. Like, every player has a number. Every team has a number. And then, you know, my numbers are different from the Vegas numbers. But um, So it's not by the colors of the, of the uniforms? No. no. That's no. what I would do. <laughs> Yeah. My grandma used to I do would that call in the them bracket. Outfit. I would call them outfits. So, <laughs> grandma wins the bracket every year because she picked the the purple team. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, it's mostly yeah, it's mostly math. But then sometimes you get information, and that's the best when you know yeah. something that the house doesn't know. Um, the house. I uh, I don't want to uh, I don't want to make you jealous, but Andy Mazur, mm-hmm. who uh, when you deserted us and left, Andy Andy's been doing a, a pretty Deserter. fun job doing sports here, uh, and uh, Andy's been working like twenty two hours a day for yeah. the last two weeks yep. or something. This is the truth. Yeah, but it's glamorous, you know, right, Sam? It's is it better? Is it better to do an eighteen inning baseball game, Andy, or work twenty hours in a day? Oh, that's a really good question. Actually, you know, I, I've done twenty two innings before. That was no fun. Uh, so I think I might take the hours. Then you get the rain delay, Dean. This is yeah. true. Oh yeah. <laughs> good luck with that. Top yeah. of the fifteenth, and the heavens uh-huh. have opened up again. <laughs> yeah. And it's twelve to two. Let's uh, let's yeah. go for a six hour rain delay. I remember the rain delay years when we had the Cubs here. Oh yeah. And, uh, I would, uh, you know, my my main job was doing uh, commercials and things like that here, and I was the fill-in guy. So when the Cubs were on, they would go to a rain delay. Somebody would call me in my office and say, "Get to the main studio right away. You're going on the air in five minutes mm-hmm. with not one thing prepared." And I, I would go, and uh, as I'm sure if people heard the show, could easily tell I had no. not one thing prepared. <laughs> Dance, dance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I was on the in the afternoon with Gary, the Cubs were here, and they played mostly you know afternoon games, and we would have to watch the game. We wouldn't know. Like sometimes we were on for a half, like the game would go into extra innings, or it's, it's like oh, there's two outs, get ready, and all of a sudden there would be a rally. Yeah, we'd and go now for like we're two sitting. more hours. Yeah, yeah and we'd be sitting there. So we, and then we come on for a half hour. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was crazy. I imagine Gary Meyer wasn't too pleased when the Cubs tied it in the bottom of the ninth. No, because he wasn't a very big sports fan to yeah. begin with. <laughs> he just wanted to get the show going. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. So when you guys, uh, Andy mm-hmm. and uh, Sam, when you guys uh, get together, when you sports guys get together, what do you talk about? Do you talk about sports? Do you talk about? The opera? Mostly interior design. Nessun Dorma? Yes or no? (laughs) Fabrics? They they discuss different fabrics? Yeah, what fabric you look better in. What do you guys... uh, Scrapbooking. Where'd you get that rug, Andy? It's very nice. It it ties the room together. And he doesn't mean your uh, toupee, by the way. No, no. No, that would be mine. I knew it. (laughs) So, uh, like, really, I mean, is it an extension of a sports talk show when you guys are just hanging out? We're talking industry stuff, I think, too. Talk a lot of like, smack. Yeah. Like, hey, did you hear that guy do this? Well, man, he stinks. I get better than him. You know, that kind of thing. Hey, we're a little petty sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> we can be. We can be. It's, it's right. a very jealous right. industry. Name names. All right. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can do that too. You but, know. Yeah. You know a couple of them. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. 
Uh, so you spend the holidays here uh, at home, and uh, you're going back to Boston. Driving back you have to per- Boston. You have perfectly timed driving <laughs> back to Boston with this bl- apparently a blizzard that's going on outside It'll follow him right east. We moved. <laughs> Debbie and I moved to Boston in a U-Haul in a blizzard. Oh. Because you, when you get the U-Haul, you got to go, right? right? You know, where are you going to park the, the U-Haul on the south side, right? You can't exactly just roll it on <laughs> the get curb. it that day and move. Yeah, yeah. So we load up the U-Haul and then crossed ourselves and then just made the you know made the drive. How long is the drive? 15. Oh. In a blizzard, though, it could be 20. What do you take? Like, what road are you going to take? So you basically just take 90. All the, the whole way? way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go through uh, a beautiful drive through Indiana and Ohio and then... <laughs> Yeah. And you hit New York, and then... Uh, Do you ever stop uh, like for the world's largest rubber band ball? Or <laughs> the, the, the corn the, the corn the, maze? The giant <laughs> aluminum foil yeah. uh, f- structure? Yeah, breakfast pizza in Iowa? Oh, that's the wrong direction. Yeah. The big the Paul way. Bunyan thing? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Paul Bunyans on the roadway. We yeah. did do it straight through here, uh, 15 straight. Left at 6.30 in the morning. Stopped maybe three times for gas, and then got the Chicago Is that your plan now? No. Oh, you're going to Through eat, this? No gonna, way. We'll stop in Buffalo, maybe get some wings. Oh, oh God, go. Buffalo, won't, the, Buffalo won't be too snowy. It's gonna be horrible. <laughs> they get and like Dean said, time. it's just gonna follow me like right. pig pen. It's yeah. gonna follow yeah. me all the way east. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know who's big on the road trips is uh, Dave Schwan. Uh, Schwanny is uh, loves the road trips. Schwanny, do you have any recommendations for Sam of things he uh, should- down ninety? Uh, well, he's going to be following a route. I'm, as a matter of fact, I. Place came to mind of in course. New York State. There's a, and I'm trying to find it here on the map. Aliquippa? No, not Aliquippa. That's Pennsylvania. Uh, That's Ditka land. Same thing. <laughs> but um, there's a, a small town just outside of Erie, Pennsylvania. As a matter of fact, it's the first town in New York State, and there is a uh, restaurant there. Which has been around for over a hundred years. It's a marvelous place to go. And you hear I'm, him looking it up. He's I'm punting right it now. Up. I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> click, 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 click. Keep vamping there. Sure Keep vamping. Yeah, Keep vamping. You know, they serve complimentary water you before you eat your meal. No, you have to get uh, off. There it is. Here it is. Ripley, New York. Ripley, Wait, New Ri- York. Ripley, Ripley, saying? New York. Yeah, you have to get off ninety. I don't know if they have an exit there or not. So it's best to get off in Erie. <laughs> yeah, just How do you the get off. Yeah, just, just, just then, turn the car. And then, just roll and the then car. You go left. Go go by <laughs> Wally's service. Go station. to this. Go to the Slauson cutoff. <laughs> Pass the old oak tree on Main Street. And then if you you know if you want a milkshake, stop at Walker's Drugstore. You have to stop and go. Like oh, Ripley. Here we go. Here we go with the Andy Griffith again. <laughs> yeah. Ripley. But Ripley, New York, has this wonderful place uh, called Meters, M-E-E-D-E-R-S. We stopped in there. My dad and I uh, did a road trip out to uh, New England and uh, uh, Quebec, uh, let's see, uh, 10 years ago, 2014. And we stay off the interstate as much as we could, and we were driving on US-20 through uh, Ripley, New York, and saw this place right there on the road and felt right at home going in there. It was amazing. So what would you recommend they eat? Burgers. The Meters Burger? Yeah, the Meters Burger. I yeah. found a picture, Dean, if you want to describe the burger. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It took me two seconds. It took Schwanny an hour to find the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because I had to look it up. It appears to be a ground beef patty that is uh, with, formed with, in a bun with cheese on it's, it. Well, there's uh, the <laughs> tomato and looks like uh, maybe some onion and lettuce on there. And Does it come with fries? Or th- are those fries uh, with the, the, the okay. picture depicts uh, ketchup already Ooh, on, on the nice. on the fries, <laughs> which is always a nice. Uh, I may have to risk my life to get off the highway in a blizzard and get this cheeseburger. Yeah, but it, you know, there's not a lot of places in the United States where you can get what is known as the hamburger. <laughs> so it's quite a delicacy. So, Shwani, we dip into the Shwani uh, bucket, looking for something unusual, and we get a burger place. <laughs> well, he's a sophisticate, but it's an you independent know. burger place. It's not. It's, it's not your typical. It's chain. not a franchise. No, joint. no, not at all. I see. Ripley, New York. Believe it or not. Yep. I'm going to pass a sign that says Ripley, New York, and I'm going to lose it. I'm <laughs> laughing, thinking about this conversation. Exactly. You just might. I'm looking at there's an exit ramp there. Don't look at that. We're back. Better. We're back Even in better. business. Lord. Uh, so uh, tell us uh, tell us more about uh, what's going on. How, how do you like Boston? Uh, just as a city. It's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's nothing but history. I've been there several times. And, you know, I'm there a couple of days at a time, whatever. I try to see a little history when I'm there. But what's it like to actually live there? It's great. I mean, the the best part about Boston, I think, not to go back to the food, is the, the fresh seafood yeah. poured on top of the pasta with your favorite sauce. That's you go to legal seafood? I've been there a couple times. That's yeah. more of a touristy, a touristy joint. Thing, yeah. yeah. Um, the food is fantastic. The people are really great. Very similar to here. There's no crime somehow. Knock on wood. Mm. No crime. Um, and Same can, with us. Same yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same with us here. Are we in, we're in Gotham, right? In this Isn't room. That, yeah. <laughs> um, you, can, you can also... Like, Chicago is so big. Like, it would probably... Let's see. To drive from Andersonville or, like, the Evanston border to the southeast side where we used to live... What, an hour? Yep. You can drive from North Boston to South Boston in 25 minutes. It's very compact. It's tiny. I was really I was shocked when I got there and saw how small it was. But well, driving there is crazy, though, and with all the streets. Oh, yeah. The way the curvy oh. streets. You could be going east at once, and, and next you're going north. It's like you don't even know where if you're If you going. miss a turn in Boston, yeah. it's 15 minutes out of the way. One turn. Yeah. You miss a turn here downtown, you go two blocks, make yeah. a right, right, and make a couple rights. Yep. In yep. Boston, you're you're in Newton. Yeah, right. You're in Cambridge. You <laughs> yeah. miss one turn. Yeah, um, but no, you can. And, and the population, like somebody actually asked me the other day, how many people live in Boston? And I said, I should know this. I live there. There's only like six hundred thousand people. It's in Boston. Surprisingly proper. small. It's surprisingly small. Smaller than Seattle. Yeah. But the metro is five million. Is there a sense of the history there? Oh yeah, it's around Everywhere. every corner. Yeah, is it? Especially when you get to the north end, and the streets are the size of a number two pencil. Yeah. And you can't park. And the Freedom Trail. Goes Freedom around. Trail, for sure. Uh, Bunker Hill. Um, and then the restaurants are like, you know, 1700, 1800. Actually, our house has a plaque on it, and it says C period 1794. Oh, that's cool. So the house that's is amazing. older than 20. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> by eight minutes. Crazy. Slightly. Slightly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, a lot che- of history, though. You go to the Cheers bar all the time? I've been there a couple times. Have you? Yeah, but I mean but that wasn't really. It the doesn't bar. look like. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't look like Anything, what you, you know. see. But uh, the uh, exterior. Exterior, though. yes, yeah. yeah. But the real bar was on a studio in Bull and Finch. It's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the real studio was in like California. Yeah. The only thing there is, if you look, there's that little multicolored window that they did have. 
like up by the stairway on the TV show. Well, they made it look that way yeah. on, on the TV set. Too. Right. But it's, when you go in, it's nothing at all. They basically herd you in their, herd you in their like cattle. Yeah. So you get a picture and buy a $50 hoodie. Yeah, That's you get really your, all it is. So you can walk around the street with your bag that says Bull and Finch on it. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I'm glad you Good stopped, chowder, stopped that, by. Uh, I'm glad you stopped by. It's great to see you. Uh, continued success with everything, both on the air and off the air. And uh, it's always nice to hear from you. Well, thanks for always letting me come back, and Happy New Year. What are the odds you're going to make it to Boston in 15 hours? Flip a coin. <laughs> Even you, money. You're an odds maker. Minus Tell me the odds. <laughs> Minus 110 each way. Shrani, isn't the storm supposed to be diminishing today? Here. Is headed east. Is it really, gonna, is it really heading east? <laughs> wow. This is why you get the big bucks, Shrani. <laughs> Oh, yes, it's going to be right on increasing clouds tomorrow, <laughs> but that means storms in the northern hemisphere oh. move from west to east, mm. and yeah. that is the direction in which the storm is heading. It is going to follow the car all the way east, <laughs> <laughs> right into Ripley, <laughs> where there may or may not be an exit. Sammy, give uh, our love to your family. Uh, it's uh, great to see you. Uh, thanks for stopping by our our little family holiday get-together here uh, today. Thanks, Uncle Dean. Definitely part of the Sunday morning family, always. And uh, Dave Schwan, in addition to giving fantastic advice on where to get a, what was it called? Hamburger. A hamburger. I think that's what it was called, he said. Uh, also has our Sunday morning news. Oh, very nice to have uh, Sam uh, stop by and, and visit. Like a little family uh, reunion here on uh, this Sunday. Nice morning. surprise! I had no idea. Yeah. It was cool to see him. Yeah. I haven't seen him literally in probably five years. It's he uh, he's uh, always uh, a gentleman and a longtime friend, and great to have him uh, back to visit with us. Uh, you know, we uh, I decided not to do like all the regular features here today because um, you know it's a holiday. Uh, I, I am going to talk a little about if you want to go see some theater, you want to go do something for New Year's Eve. We'll get into that in the next half hour but i i I thought you know i I don't really want to do any of the a-list interviews all the usual stuff and here's the most uh, significant thing normally in this time segment for the last three years dr kevin most would be here giving medical advice and as uh, you know if you've been listening to the show dr most decided to retire uh, and his last show was two weeks ago. Did that take you by surprise? Did you us. know anything about that? I, well, he called me ahead of time before we announced it on the air and told me. But yeah, it made me sad because I really I, I mm. loved his segment. Uh, he is truly one of the greatest guys I've ever met, personally, professionally, etc. He's the greatest ever. So I'm sad he's not going to be with us. We'll uh, figure out. I would like to continue to do a medical segment, which we'll do starting next week again. Dr. Dean? Uh, I thought that I I just thought, I thought, how hard can it be to give out credible medical advice? Dean's really? diagnosis. Yeah. Between, uh, between Schwani, Andy, and me, and when you're here, we can tell you if you need to get your gallbladder out. You know if you you know if your if your side hurts. Yeah, I mean it's an appendix. It sounds like an appendix to me. So you're saying the doctor malpractice is in? <laughs> that's that's what we'll call the segment. Doctor malpractice to the surgery room. I have a suggestion. Yes. Calling Doctor Howard. <laughs> yeah. That actually may be more credible than what I was talking about in the first place. But uh, we'll miss Dr. Most tremendously. Uh, We will continue with great medical advice for you here 
uh, even if we have to give it out ourselves. Uh-huh. At least here in downtown Chicago, it looks like the snow is letting up a little bit, as you predicted, mm. Medi- meteorologist Dave Schwann. <laughs> yeah. Happy Sunday. <laughs> Schwanny's uh, trying to get Skilling's job yeah. when, when Skilling retires in uh, February. So that's What's why it? I saw him. Over we there. need to have him on before he uh, does indeed. Yeah, exit. he said he said he would come on. Oh, I, that's I, cool. I, I talked to him uh, when he made the announcement, and uh, he said he would come on with us. Then. Good. He's only Good. got about a month. What two months now? Yeah, right, February. Yeah, end of February. Uh, New Year's resolutions? Anyone? Never make one. The usual. That's your resolution to never make never one. Never make one. That, I, I started that a long time ago, and I've stuck to it. That's the only one I've ever stuck to. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that, right? How about you, Shawana? You must... Uh, the usual, eat better, you know, watch your money a little better, that yeah. kind of thing. Right. You know. I'm with Andy. Yeah. I don't do anything. Uh, I'm yeah, making the resolution to try to uh, do a little less carjacking this year. <laughs> well, that's that's very good. But it's you. not easy to break that habit, <laughs> I give you a lot of credit for for at least putting that out there. Yeah, but I guarantee you by January fourth, you think I'm going to? You are going to be jumping and running. I'm going to want to get into another one of those Kias. You're going to be at some shell and and just <laughs> crazy as that. I'm glad you don't know what kind of car I drive. <laughs> uh, leave work and I see him trying. I just want. I just you see me out there the with wheels. a coat hanger. <laughs> Trying to break it. My resolution for 2024 is to stay sane. Do we realize how chaotic the world's this, a little nuts? It's nuts now, and this year with this presidential election, yeah. and Chicago is going to be ground zero in August because of the convention. The, and 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 don't forget, the Republican one is in Milwaukee, so the whole Midwest is going to. I mean, oh, it's the, the, we've got two weeks right. before they vote in Iowa, yeah. so. Rest now, because I think this is going to be the most chaotic presidential I, election we've ever experienced. I think given that, I've decided to change my resolution. <laughs> uh, I am going to take up smoking this, this year. Not that Guy Lombardo. And the Royal Canadian. That's when New Year's Eve was New Year's Eve. Do people even remember Guy Lombardo anymore? He owned New Year's Eve. He owned New Year's Eve before Dick Clark did. Right. Then Dick Clark took over with his rockin' New Year's Eve and... Now I guess it's Ryan Seacrest. But it's still Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's oh, yeah, Eve with still, Ryan his Seacrest. His company still owns the franchise. Yeah. But they used to always go, and now we go to the Carlisle Ballroom in I New think, York. I, wasn't it the Waldorf Astoria? Oh, was it the Waldorf? Yeah, it was somewhere I, in New York. It was yeah. the Waldorf Astoria. And there was Guy Lombardo. And this is how, I, I can't even tell you the number of times. You know, we always had uh, New Year's Eve at home when I was a kid. And uh, my, you know, my parents, my grandmother... Uh, aunts, uncles, you know, we would get together. Um, we they would play cards. That was the big deal. <laughs> what uh, game? Uh, rummy five hundred. Oh, five hundred. They were big five hundred rummy. Still are, still are five hundred rummy players. Five hundred rummy. And uh, my mom would put out a spread of appetizers, and uh, my grandmother would sneak me a little blackberry brandy. Ah, so that's where the problem started. That's where it started <laughs> at a young age. That's where it started. <laughs> Um, Did you ever used to go out? But and, we we would you know we have the TV on in the background, Marx and, Brothers movies, and wait for or WC Fields, yeah, the old marathons that uh, WGN we used, used to play to do. all the Marx Brothers, and we, but we would wait for Guy Lombardo, yeah, to, to ring in the new year, count count it down, and uh, ring in the new year. Did you ever used to go outside? I remember going out with my cousins. 
because my mom and dad used to always go to those big banquet hall things on New Year's Eve. That was their thing. And I've always stayed over by my cousins. Did you ever go outside with the pot? And the wooden spoon. Oh, yeah, people used to and like dung, 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 dung. Pots and yeah, things. you don't. I don't see or hear people, but we used to do that all the time. You hear uh, fireworks. Yeah, now you do, and gunshots. Uh, and gunshots. Well, sadly, no, no. Back in the day, people would shoot off guns. Even really, yes. Oh, I. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. I lived in a nicer neighborhood. Uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, you did. We just had pots and pans. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I have a recording. One one Christmas. Uh, my mom got me a cassette recorder. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was uh, funny to I I brought it to my family's Christmas and it, so it record and it record and stuck it in the corner so I could spy on everybody. But what you hear is my grandmother now passed away. My some of my uncles now passed away. You just hear us talking and there's a football game in the background or something. But I cherish these recordings that I now made uh, because to hear my grandmother's voice literally will bring me to tears. But I also did it on new, that New Year's Eve. I did the same thing. And you could hear my grandmother talking. You can hear Johnny Carson in the background. Uh, I can't believe you're saying this because I got a, a black Panasonic cassette player yeah mine was zenith okay mine was a panasonic in 1973 and on christmas eve or christmas day i went around i mean like i said that's right we're twin sons from different mothers i went around and interviewed everyone (laughs) in the house and asked them about current events so i said what do you feel about watergate oh wow and how do you feel about the energy crisis And I still have those tapes. Yeah. And I was just saying to my wife the other night, that was now how many fifty? Who how many? You know, fifty years ago, right? I think only one or two people still alive. are still alive. Yeah, Everyone else has passed away. I and I still I remember that so close. I still quote some of my family's like. What do you think of Watergate? My one aunt was a Republican, and she always goes. Democrats make a big fuss over nothing. <laughs> and so anytime I'm watching a show now, I just go, Democrats How making funny. a big fuss How over nothing. Funny is that? And I ha- but like you said, I, I cherish those tapes oh, yeah. Yeah. because they were flash mo- you know, flash they moments in time. Exactly right. And wow, I can't believe that you did that too. Did exa- well, I didn't do the interview. No, but you still had the tape I recorder I playing. Went, I was more I, I I was really more like Nixon and the Watergate <laughs> I was secretly recording. <laughs> You know, I mean, I could, you know, if we need to, you know, I could, if we had to, I could get that, you know. Um, Yeah, so anyway. Oh, uh, very cool. I hope uh, everybody has a wonderful uh, New Year's Eve for tonight. The Romova Theater is back tonight. Oh, right. I've been reading about that. The famous theater in Bridgeport that's been closed for decades uh, is uh, reopening as a performing arts uh, theater tonight. Uh, and they are they have a, a big uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, Aren't there a lot of high profile people involved in that? Uh, Jennifer Hudson is Quincy Jones is Chance the Rapper. Uh, they're the people who are. I, I, I don't know if tech, they're the owners or uh, they are some of the money behind uh, reopening this beautiful theater. Um, Where is it at? It's on. Uh, it's in Bridgeport. I don't. I don't remember the exact streets. I want to say Morgan. Uh, but I, I, I might be wrong about that. Somebody will remind us. Uh, the fireworks are back tonight. That's uh, kind of a and big, no big Dean. Deal. No, we're not doing a countdown show. Why? This year. I don't know. It's not New Year's without you in one of your hats. 
It's going to have to be uh, New Year's because, uh, I'll never forget that Fourth of July when you it was pouring a rain downpour. in your hat. It got soaked. Yeah, you had that 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 wicker hat. It was kind of a straw. Yeah, summertime hat drenched. I was drenched like a wet rat on live television. It was hilarious. It was. It rained just when you were on. But the uh, over at Navy Pier, they're gonna they're gonna do the fireworks again over the lakefront. So uh, you know that'll be nice. And uh, what's really cool is they do these fireworks now on the river over the six bridges yeah, of the cool. Chicago River from, uh, I guess, like from Columbus all the way down to, oh, from, yeah, well, McClure Court, I, I don't know. It goes to the six bridges. The bridges. And it's, it's along the Chicago uh, City Walk. Uh, and it's kind of, that's kind of a cool thing. Because that was only a couple of years ago when they started that. Because I remember watching you do that yeah. the first year. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, that that so that'll be uh, that'll be fun to watch. Uh, there are performances. There's a huge comedy concert tonight with Cedric the Entertainer and D.L. Hughley and uh, like three or four other top comedians. Uh, all at the United Center. If that's something that interests you, violinist Lindsey Sterling at the Auditorium Theater tonight if you want something along the classical forms. Teatro Zanzani is doing, you know, what they do uh, normally. They do their sort of, it's cabaret, it's acrobatics, it's somewhat Cirque du Soleil-like, but it's also music. Uh, They're doing a a special uh, dinner show. They do a dinner show every night. That's what they do there. Uh, but they're doing uh, uh, a New Year's Eve uh, presentation tonight. That's actually where I'm going to be. Oh, uh, tonight. I'm oh, going, you're. Oh, you look at you. Are you going to be all decked out? You got I mean tuxes and no, no, just. I, but you're not playing. Just going to put a sweatshirt on. How about I mean, you'll have? I mean, you're going to bring out your New Year's tiara, right? I uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> tiara is not so fun to wear when you're bald. <laughs> Really it, not, it leaves marks. Nothing really for it to hang on to, <laughs> unless I get some get some duct tape, double sided duct tape. Or well, those New, Year's Eve, those New Year's Eve hats are always weird. The yeah. ones that you buy at the store, very uncomfortable. They're, they're, yeah, they're 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 oddly shaped. Yeah. They're always like cones. Yep. But I always know uh, the ta- tiaras were always you know, there. Always. There's uh, some fun uh, things going on. Uh, if you're looking for something last minute, but a lot of people, you know, just prefer staying in. Totally get that. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a, a nice, uh, safe New Year's. I wanted to uh, go over the list of uh, those we have lost in 2023. This has been, I think, a, re- a remarkable year for celebrity um, deaths. It seemed like constantly I was writing obituaries every day this year. Uh, really, up and like up until the other day, Tom Smothers. Uh, you know, we've we've had uh, several over the last couple of days. It's just not stopping. Uh, and I, I also thought of it was New Year's Eve last year that Jeremy Renner had that terrible accident with the snowplow. Was it was that New Year? Nearly killed him last yeah. year. Crushed his legs. And now he's nearly killed around. him. And now he's completely rehabbed. And that's one of the miracle stories. Of, yeah. That was New Year's though. Huh? It was. It, it was wow. uh, exactly. So let me take a break, and uh, we've got uh, sadly uh, lots of local uh, people uh, of note who passed away, and uh, lots of uh, A-list celebrities as well. It's ten twenty. Dean Richards, Sunday morning. 
on WGN. And it is 1023. We're on till 11 o'clock today. Happen OB will be coming in with Andy Mazur at uh, 11 o'clock. One of his 40 jobs. One of uh, Andy's, Andy's uh, 40, 40 <laughs> jobs uh, that he has. Andy's the busiest man in uh, show business. Uh, so, uh, you know, I was looking back on the list of, you know, those that we have lost for 2023, actors, musicians, writers, uh, and so forth. And this really has been a remarkable year. And I guess, uh, I, I, I mean, for me, one of the most profound losses this year was the loss of Tina Turner. Uh, always uh, one of my favorites. Um, up until I saw Pink at Wrigley Field this year, my favorite concert of I all I remember time. you saying that. You were quite taken. By Pink, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as I was a, a Tina, yeah. Tina Turner for different reasons. But uh, what a remarkable legacy that she left us. I guess we have to uh, put Matthew Perry's death, his unexpected death, uh, right uh, you know, near the top of that list. Especially for a generation. I mean, that... That's yeah. a generational show. That's yeah, very much so. Yeah, that's a big deal. Very much so. But uh, David Crosby, we lost. Yeah, you year. forgot. I forgot about that one when uh, I saw. Yeah, some. Bert Bacharach, uh, we lost this year. Uh, we lost uh, Ahmad Jamal, who was uh, a legend in uh, jazz. Harry Belafonte, uh, we lost uh, this year. Um, Dale. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Tony Bennett. Uh, another uh, landmark artist that uh, you know can never be replaced. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, uh, at uh, a relatively young age, she was only fifty-six years old when she died yeah. uh, in July. Paul Rubens, I forgot about Pee Wee too. Pee Wee yeah. Herman, yeah, uh, suddenly dying, uh, only seventy years old. He died uh, in July. Jimmy Buffett uh, was another uh, great, tremendous loss. Uh, this year uh ryan o'neill passing away just recently actor andre brower uh passing away just recently raquel welch uh also dying just recently uh richard roundtree who is the star of shaft uh the movie shaft and uh, and the tv show too isn't he whole, whole was he? variety uh was there a shaft tv there show? was a sh- for a while yeah. i don't remember that yeah but he he was in lots of things, but best known as playing John Shaft, the the private detective. Who's there? The? <laughs> yeah, <don't. laughs> I won't say it. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Shut your, just talk about Shaft. Let me just tell you. <laughs> shut your shut your mouth. <laughs> um, See, I have a filter. The uh, you do. Uh, he brings it out once a year, whether he needs it or not. <laughs> on the last day of the year. Um, Norman Lear. Oh. Uh, you know, 101 years old, truly a life well lived. I never liked when somebody said, oh, well, they lived, you know, when my mother passed away, she was 97. And a lot of people said, oh, she was 97 years old. That's a long life. When somebody, when a loved one dies, it's never, you don't, it's, it's never long enough. No. It's, uh, that's kind of, that's, I, I understand people's sentiment. They're saying it, well, at least she didn't die young. But Norman Lear, 101 years old. And uh, maybe one of the most influential people ever in the history of television with his... Changed everything. Changed Literally. everything. That's not even an understatement. People that are younger don't realize what they are watching is a result. All their favorite shows are a result of Norman Lear. Yeah. Uh, and, well, I mean, it kind of goes back to... We were talking earlier about the death of Tommy Smothers. 
and how the Smothers Brothers show changed television with political satire and controversial uh, political satire. Uh, Norman Lear uh, <laughs> did, did the same thing. I mean, he took that baton and ran with it with All in the Family. Uh, the Smothers Brothers were just a little ahead of their time where CBS the That's, ne- what's the ironic. fired them Yeah, uh, because they wanted something that was more young-oriented, something that was an alternative to Bonanza on Sunday night. And they, they put the Smothers Brothers in there because they were youth-oriented. But they put on All in the Family two years later. Yeah. Yeah, which were which which used you know bigoted terms and talked about abortion and Vietnam and Almost. everything that the Smothers Brothers were talking about. Right, right. That, I mean, that's uh, you know two years later, really kind of the ironic part of that whole. There thing. is no. I, I think I to, to your point. <laughs> I think there's no Saturday Night Live without the the Smothers I Brothers. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. There really wouldn't have been. And and really like the you know the Norman Lear shows. Oh. That broke boundaries that allowed Saturday Night Live to to say those things to say and do the kinds of things that they they did uh, that would have never flown on television prior to Norman Lear prior to the the Smothers. If you remember the early days of Saturday Night Live, there was a lot of drug references, you know, right. which never were mentioned. On, I mean, they were talking about about lids and you know they were using the the drug jargon because that's what they're talking about and that was never spoken on television before yeah yeah you know it was a it was a a transitionary time thanks to some of these people that we have uh, lost this year i also want to acknowledge uh some some local luminaries and people that i admired uh tremendously bill zemi uh died this year Bill, who is uh, a writer, an author, a biographer, uh, one of the sweetest and most lovely human beings that I've ever met in my life, chronicled the life of uh, Johnny Carson, was the only person to get a full interview with Johnny Carson after he retired and wrote a book on it. Wrote for Rolling Stone. Uh, He wrote a book about Frank Sinatra. He wrote for Rolling Stone. He wrote for uh, all the major publications. And uh, he passed away after a long battle with uh, cancer. I used to go to Jilly's with him. Yep. <laughs> he, loved, he loved it. Yeah. Uh, we lost Dick Biondi this year as well, one of the legendary uh, great DJs of all time. And speaking of, the great Lynn Bremer, everybody's, uh-huh. uh, everybody's best friend XRT. Uh, from WXRT, we lost uh, to cancer this year. We lost uh, Ian Punnett. I just read about that here on WGN for several years. He was a, he was wasn't he before Spike? Mm-hmm. Wasn't he in the afternoons? He, he was, but I think Spike right around the same time Spike was, was here. They, yeah, bo- okay. they bounced around different time. Oh, periods, okay, but, yeah. Ian Case punted but, at the time. Uh, yeah, he uh, he passed away just a few days ago. Really, yeah. Uh, Jerry Springer passed away this year. The great Newton Minow. Uh, one of the legendary, uh, he was the FCC commissioner, uh, the head of the FCC during John Kennedy's administration, and famously, uh, came, you know, came up during a speech said that television was a vast wasteland. <laughs> uh, something that may still ring true. Uh, the great William Friedkin, the uh, director, got a start here in Chicago. Uh, was a director at WGN TV before he would go on to direct French Connection and. The Exorcist, uh, among many other projects. So. He just did a, a, a re- remake of uh, The Kane Mutiny. It was yeah. one of his last right. 
with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yep. It was excellent. Yeah. And did you? Are you going? Are you going? Because I have one name I would mention: Mike Nussbaum. Oh, the the local legendary actor. legendary uh, te- uh, theater actor. He was a couple of days shy from his hundredth birthday, and he was okay. acting into his nineties. Yeah, yeah. Mike Nussbaum. Yeah, a lot of great people that uh, will definitely not be forgotten. Hey, right, Dan Fogelberg. Same old Lang Syne. Chicago area native. Isn't he Peoria? Yeah, somewhere from there. Peoria. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. He was young too, sixty-five he or something like that. He was very young when he passed away. Yeah. Are we noticing that now more, just because we're all older? I, I think so. <laughs> my dad, my dad, when he was in his seventies, used to go, you know, someone would die. Oh my guy's a young guy. He was seventy-four. <laughs> You relate to that. It never used to seem that way. Man, a young guy, how old is he? 72. Maron. Uh, Maron. Maron. Hey, maybe some of you are uh, trying to go see a movie tonight. Uh, there are lots of really good ones out right now. Uh, I was talking about Wonka. I'm going to do Wonka now because of you. You want to go see uh, just an absolutely delightful movie. You'll be... Uh, delighted how Timothy Chalamet turns out to be such a great song and dance man. Uh, they put so many Easter eggs in this movie that relate back to the Gene Wilder movie without referring to it directly. But mm-hmm. there are lots of things in this movie that okay. you'll go, oh, I know what that's going to be. Oh, cool. I know how that's going to turn out Because I love the original Willy Wonka. Yeah, and this one has Wilder. that same uh, sense of whimsy. Uh, delightfulness, lots of wonderful songs in it, great performances. Does he have the edge that Gene, like, does he, because he's Gene not Wilder edgy played yet. it with an edge. He's not edgy yet. Oh, okay, cool. He's still kind of young okay. and naive. Okay. Uh, and just getting into the chocolate uh, business. Because that's what was so cool about Gene Wilder. You have this this fanciful film with all the, you know, yeah. and then and, and he's like, well, yeah. this is how the you can. This is can, how yeah. Willy Wonka came to be that person that you're talking yeah. about. Uh, Hugh Grant st- <laughs> almost steals the movie as the Oompa Loompa, <laughs> right. and how the Oompa Loompas. Where the where did the Oompa Loompas come from, and right. how did that all get started? All that covered uh, in the movie. So that's one that I love. Uh, the color purple is a beautiful, beautiful uh, rendition of the uh, movie that you may remember from Whoopi Goldberg or the Pulitzer Prize winning novel from Alice Walker. Highly recommended. Uh, uh, Maestro, I think, is the best movie of the year. Uh, I, I just think it's got everything in it. Watching I mean, that tonight. It is. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's, it might be in a handful of theaters still. Uh, practically none. It's mostly just on Netflix now. But uh, Bradley Cooper is amazing as Leonard Bernstein. He not only stars in the movie, he directed it. He wrote it. He produced it. Uh, and Carrie Mulligan, if she doesn't win an Academy Award, I will eat your hat. Uh, <laughs> it, that's how good she is uh, in this movie. All the way around. The, the, it's just spectacular performances. Really interesting story about the personal and professional life of uh, Leonard Bernstein. Uh, there's Oppenheimer is still out there. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, if you're going to go see that, you should probably leave your house in about five minutes uh, because it's a three and a half hour movie. It's super. It's really great, but it's super long. Uh, Barbie is still out there uh, right now. Uh, the Holdovers is uh, a really uh, great kind of a sleeper. Iron Claw is an amazing movie. 
that is uh, Will out Paul Giamatti get nominated right now? I think so. Yeah, I think everybody's so. talking about that. I think so. Yep. Uh, the Taylor Swift movie, of course, the Beyonce movie. Uh, did you see either of those, Taylor Swift or Beyonce? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say maybe Taylor Swift. No, I didn't see any of them. No. I would think you might like the Taylor Swift. I'm a, I'm a semi-Taylor fan through osmosis, I think. But I've never... A semi-Swifty? A semi-Swifty. There's such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a full metal jacket Swifty. No, under, I'm semi. I understand. I get it. I'm, I'm, but you cannot, and I talked about this when I filled in for you a couple times over the summer, you cannot deny the impact and the success she, she that she's owned, had she owned 2020 yeah it was her year her and barbie but but, but she owned but it's, yeah. 2023 and she could probably own 2024 yeah it's very possible yeah i uh i went you know i did I, you I see her here uh no i didn't see the concerts i went to see the movie uh-huh. uh and enjoyed it it's a, it's a nice pleasant concert experience yeah uh but you know i go i go in to see these movies they're a little bit mechanical for me right because uh, I see so many of the movies. But when I was leaving, a little girl comes up to me, maybe 10 years old. Uh, hi, Mr. Richards. Thank you for coming to see the movie. And she hands me a friendship bracelet. Oh, she gave you One a bracelet, One of these bracelet, right? beaded friendship bracelets. That's part of the And my heart thing. was oh. so touched. I was like, that is, if that's what Taylor Swift is doing, is doing to young people, God bless. Now, did you see it with an audience or at a screening? Audience. And from what I heard, they were acting like it was a concert, right? I think they may have been drugged. (laughs) Oh, this one wasn't? This was a very... I've seen this movie twice. Oh. Uh, I went once to screen it for Uh for business. Right. And the audience was quiet. Nobody was up and dancing. Okay. The second time that I went... The kids were up and dancing, yeah. and uh, it was it, actually it was kind of fun. It's not intrusive at all, mm-hmm. and to see these little kids uh, dancing and you know dra- all dressed up like Taylor Swift, it's uh, it's couldn't be more adorable. And uh, to your point, it's multi generational. You got ten year olds and forty year olds. Yeah. Yeah, very true. It's not like it's, oh, it's just a teeny bopper. You have to be 14 years old to appreciate it. Yep. Because you've got a whole generation in their 20s who grew up with her. She's been around. She's been around for she, a while since now. Since she was 13, that's yeah. 20 years. Yep. So, uh, you know, you've got some movie options. Uh, you know, we'll be talking much more about it as we get into awards season. Uh, the Golden Globes are right around the corner. The Oscar nominations are around the end of January. Uh, so you know this will be the, the the first Oscars after the famous Will Smith slap of 2023. That was only last year. That was only last or year. or this year. Doesn't that seem like a hundred years oh ago? Oh my that that gosh! Happened? I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh wow! I remember watching. I'm watching the Academy Awards. <laughs> what the hell going, is going on? this is kind of a boring show. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like there is nothing going on. Interesting. What am I going to report on the next morning? And then Will Smith. Thank you, out, Will. Tells him to get his wife's name out of his, his mouth. mouth. Yeah. Uh, and wow. uh, suddenly there was man all pandemonium broke loose. But yeah, that was uh, just last year. So we'll see how all of that uh, shakes out. Uh, lots of theater uh, that's going on. I mentioned that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is still going on at the Paramount Theater in Aurora. You want to go see another great like live theater performance, uh, whether it's today or the next couple of weeks. It's going to be uh, up and running at the uh, Paramount 
for a little while longer. And that also is just a super, super delightful show. Uh, so, yeah, we've got uh, some good things going I'm on. keeping my fingers crossed, too. The uh, the non-equity Jeff Awards, which are the local awards for the Chicago you you Theater. you might get nominated? Well, I, I'm, 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 I, don't know, I don't know about me, but I think our the play I was in, The Crucible, uh, I think we 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 got some. We were Jeff recommended, and we got some really good buzz. Yeah, some excellent reviews, and um, in I fact, was uh, too busy to go see. Of course, it. per I usual, I uh, wanted to get over to see it. And there, and, and I don't know how much weight this carries, but I just was uh, forwarded this. There's a local theater critic in the uh, in the Chicago area. His name is Ricky Lee Travolta. He 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 puts together some end of the year awards, and um, he mentioned me as best supporting actor. Oh. For the Crucible as as Danforth, so I'm very humbled and and um, and very uh, moved that people enjoyed my performance and our show. So we'll see. Hopefully, at least the show we had a great cast. I'm I'm hoping at least from an ensemble standpoint, we get a nomination as well as hopefully best play. And, and I think we've like had that. some really good theater in Chicago this year. We've had uh, just recently we had that Betty Boop musical that did its world premiere here before. Right. Now now it's it closed on Christmas Eve, but is uh, headed to New York. We've had uh, Hamilton return to Chicago. We've had lots of uh, great productions, large and small. Uh, that's what I love about the theater scene in Chicago. There's uh, plenty going on uh, to see and enjoy. Now, somebody on our text line said that the Will Smith thing was two years ago. See, I, yeah, to me, that seems like it was. <laughs> that was not. <nice. laughs> are you are you going to be like Schwanee now and look something up? <laughs> uh, well, the, this says it was. No, it says Will Smith slaps Chris Rock at Oscars 2022. Oh, so it was. We're 2023, Dean. It was. It was. <laughs> wait. It was. It In, was March 27, 2022. Right. This is 2023. So it wasn't earlier this year. All right. <laughs> So I was wrong. <laughs> it's okay. It goes out into the I ether. Can be, I can be wrong. And I was reading on the text here, uh, Fogelberg was 56. Wow. I thought, it. wow, man, that's really young. Yeah. Ma, I don't. <laughs> uh, text line, uh, yeah, okay. You can stop the Will Smith uh, t- uh, text. We just corrected that. <laughs> it's an avalanche. He said something wrong. I'm going to text right now. <laughs> Jeez, settle down, people. Relax. Uh, guess what? I'm a human. I make mistakes. Uh, Boys in the Boat, the movie Boys in the Boat, the George Clooney directed. Oh. Uh, also an outstanding uh, film. I, I think it's a good movie. I don't know. If, I, I wouldn't call it a great movie, but uh-huh. somebody here said it's such a, a feel-good movie. Uh, and they would recommend that. I can see where you know, uh, you know, some people would have liked it uh, a little more than I did. Uh, I, I was not ex- a big rowing fan. I was expecting a little bit. <laughs> I don't like anything that promotes good health, <laughs> I'm, especially this time of year. Right, exactly. When we're all trying to lose a little weight, I don't need anything to remi- be reminding me that I should be exercising more. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, Okay, but you would say uh, you think does, so. Does Maestro like? Is it going to be a a sweep? I don't. I don't know. I don't think everybody liked Maestro as much as I did. Oh, okay. Some people are being way overly critical, and they don't. Um, the they don't uh, 
uh, they they wanted the story told a different way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I just don't like r- reviews that want to remake the movie. I think a movie review should be a your opinion about what you saw on the screen. I couldn't care less how a reviewer would have made the movie. I'm not interested in what you would have done. I'm only interested in what I saw on the screen, and I'll give you my opinion of what I saw on that screen. So um, I think the performances are stunning. I think the storytelling is stunning. The cinematography is amazing. The detail at which uh, Bradley Cooper uh, digs in into the life of Bernstein and, uh, you know, he, he studied for like six years on how to be a conductor, on how to accurately do the conducting and to do it in the Bernstein uh, fashion, which was very passionate. Yeah. Bernstein was a very physical uh, conductor. So to, to learn how to do it like he did, and you'll see when you watch the movie toward the end, there is uh, a scene. Uh, it's like a 12 minute scene of Bernstein, Bradley Cooper, conducting the New York Philharmonic Orchestra. I was sitting in that theater watching this in tears. Wow. That's how moved I was, watching this particular scene of the music uh, being conducted. So, Yeah, he was... Uh, he was I, mean, I don't know if many people even recognize... Once again, it's, it's so sad, these, these giants like him. And I don't know how much the average person even yeah. knows. Yeah, I don't think they do. Do they know that he wrote West Side Story? Yeah. At the very least. Do they even know West Side Story? Okay. I mean, does a certain generation even know what West Side I know. Story is? I mean... Um, you know, I, I remember his uh, young yeah. people's concerts that used to be on television. And that's where I was like... It was for the first time that I was exposed to any kind of classical music. It was like in the early 70s, right? Late 60s, early 70s? I think so, yeah. yeah. That and Bugs Bunny cartoons right. really is my, <laughs> exactly. my complete exposure were. to classical music. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, that's, that's, that's my pick, and uh, you know, other people will have their own opinions on all that. All right, let's uh, take a break here. It's 10.51, and uh, we'll come back and wrap things up. We have a tradition on our New Year's Eve show to wrap things up with uh, Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, singing What Are You Doing on New Year's Eve, which is one of the greatest songs ever. Uh, So we'll get to all of that, uh, all coming up next. All right, it's uh, 10.53, and coming up at 11 o'clock after a check of WGN News, we will uh, get to Hamp and OB, Andy Mazur, uh, and uh, the boys, get you all set for uh, the Bears game that's coming up today. Wanted to uh, just take a few minutes to wind things up here on the show and just say thank you to all of you who listen every week and send such nice uh, comments to us by email, by text, by uh, actual uh, mail. Uh, we uh, appreciate you greatly. We thank you so much for listening. Uh, Mr. Dave Schwan, my thanks to you, my friend, oh, for and all, that you, uh, all that you do and put up with on the show. Uh, <laughs> well, we, we put up with each other and have for a long time. <laughs> but wh- I want to also uh, add to what you just said about the listeners. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The best in the world. Yep. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Andy Mazur is getting ready with uh, Hamp and OB uh, right now. Uh, they're in a huddle. They actually are in a huddle uh, right now, uh, slapping each other on the on They're the, wearing on jerseys the and helmets. Yep. 34 dive. <laughs> 
so they're they're uh, getting ready. But Andy, uh, thank you to uh, everything that he contributes uh, to the show, and here's looking forward to a great 2024. Uh, Elton Jim Toronto, who uh, drops by and visits with us every once in a while, always a blast. Thank you, Dean, so much for being a friend and uh, being such a great supporter. You've helped make my dream stay of being on the radio a little longer than anybody else has, so I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll be back on the WGN-TV Morning News uh, on Tuesday. Right? Is that right? Tuesday. Tomorrow's Monday? Tomorrow's Monday. Yeah, and I'm off Monday because it's New Year's Day. Look at you. Already slacking. First day of the year. Slacker. How does Slacker George feel about that? (laughs) Happy New Year to you. (laughs) In jail. <laughs> uh, so we'll be back. We've got uh, lots of... Oh, you know who we have on uh, Tuesday? We have the actual children of Leonard Bernstein. His three children. Oh, nice. Uh, talking about the... Who this, have embraced Bradley Cooper. Who have embraced Bradley Cooper and heartily endorsed this movie. So I'll have that for you uh, this coming Tuesday. Bob Surratt's going to be back from uh, vacation as well. And uh, we'll be back with Bob, uh, as we always are, uh, Monday through Friday from 8 to 8.30. So uh, thank you all again for listening. We really appreciate it. I hope you have a very, very happy New Year and uh, a very safe 2024. Thank you so much. And as we always do to uh, wrap things up for the year, I thought we had the song ready. But <laughs> Oh, we don't. Why should you be prepared? Well, that's no. not the one Whoa. that we said. Hello. that? Holy smoke. Way to end the year, Dean. <laughs> Damn computer. <laughs> Can, my New Year's resolution is to blow up this computer. The, happy New Year, everyone. Oh.